Hey everyone, and welcome to the Right Now podcast. Excited for another conversation, thinking about how we can use our lives, being wise as Ephesians 5 tells us uh, about every day, using our lives right now for the glory of God. I got another special guest today, the legend himself, Caleb Miller. Caleb, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good today. Let everybody know kind of what's going on in your life right now, what's happening school-wise, uh, all that kind of stuff. Well, as most everybody knows, I'm homeschooled, so um, I'm almost done with school. I've got a medical terminology class to finish up and calculus to finish, and then I'm done for the year. So All excited right. about that, moving forward to college. We'll see how it goes. Kind of nervous, kind of anxious, but I know God's going to provide in cool. the aspect of that. Yeah, so wrapping up senior year, uh, does it feel like it's flown by, or does it feel like it's been forever? Partly the only thing that's really flown by is basketball season because okay. that's the sport I play. Right. And I feel like it was just yesterday. I was a seventh grader <laughs> playing varsity. Should not have been, but still doing it. And right. It's It's been a long time coming, but yeah, it's kind of slowed down a little bit now that that's over, Yeah, which I'm kind of upset about because I'm <laughs> ready for it to be over, but right. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I understand. It's like kind of two sides of it. One, it goes real fast and then sometimes it feels like is it ever going to end, you know? So, yeah. so senior year, big time frame. Um, thankful uh, for you and excited for the days ahead and what God has planned. And really what we want to talk about throughout this podcast is thinking through some specific things about living in the moment. Uh, I think sometimes it's important uh, that we just get reminded that it's the very needed for us to, to live in the here and now with a eternal perspective, though, knowing that what we're doing right now will impact eternity. And so we got one funny question and kind of uh, intro question to get us going today as we walk through our questions. But the first one is this, right now, if you could spend time with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? Oh man, that's a tough one. Honestly, probably Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. My favorite president by far is just to go inside his mind would be insane with all he did with America. And he kind of ran the country. Um, kind of like a business. He wasn't a politician. I'm not a big fan of politicians, but I like people who know what they're doing and he okay. knew what he was doing. So probably him, but so, that's a tough one. Yeah. So if you, what would be your first question you would ask Ronald Reagan? Oh, probably like, what was it like to run the country? Like okay. yeah. to be, to have all this power yet be wise with it Yeah, that's because good. people with power are not always the smartest. So yeah. Yeah, he was very wise with his power. So gotcha. that. All right, cool. Well, I, I can say, I don't know. I don't know if I could say I have a favorite president. I'll be honest about that. I've never been much of a history person, uh, but uh, like uh, a lot of stories, a lot of leadership things we can take uh, from that and like reading and hearing about some of that. But uh, Ronald Reagan, I think you definitely could ask a lot of interesting questions oh, yeah. too. So, well, let's jump in now, Caleb, with our more serious questions. The first one, very important as we think about living in the moment is knowing and seeing and hearing uh, from God. So what is God teaching you right now? Patience. Senior year is coming to an end, but like I said earlier, it's starting to slow down. So yeah. I'm ready to go to college. Not not ready to get away from everybody, but just right. ready to move forward in life. Yeah. Um, so probably patience because, um, as you know, I'm trying to play college basketball. Right. And I haven't had an, a set in stone offer yet. Right. So just waiting, praying about it, just waiting on God to come to 
show me where I'm supposed to go and right. when I, when's that supposed to happen? Cause I have no idea. <laughs> um, but I know God's going to provide in that. Um, and even if he doesn't, I know he's going to provide in ways that I can't imagine. So excited about yeah, that. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. So when you think of patience, how is God teaching you patience? What are some things that have happened to help you know that, okay, I can't wait on this God. He is faithful. Um, and I can be patient that kind of thing. Well, back, I think it was in between my 10th grade and 11th grade year, I had a back injury and I was out of basketball for two, three months. And that's, that's when I feel like it started, that patience started to, to come to fruition because man, I'm a sports minded. Like if I I have to be doing something, I can't be sitting still. Um, and to have to sit still for two to three months. Hey, I got a bunch of school done. So my mom was happy about that. (laughs) Right. But it's just injuries do a lot, but it also showed me that, Hey, even though I got hurt, I had a good sophomore year played hurt halfway through it. Um, but junior and senior year, I feel like I played better. Right. Um, because I had that time to let my body rest for a little bit because I never let that happen. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So really you would say there, you know, you can look back on these specific circumstances and I think God brings circumstances in our lives to help us um, in patience. Patience is not something that comes easy for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, one of the probably one of the greatest in a lot of ways, an example of uh, just the life of Jesus is I think how he was patient with people you know, and an opportunity for us to, to make an impact and to live our life right now is living a patient life. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some really interesting books out there right now on the, the reality of hurry, how we live hurried lives. Um, And I think obviously patience is a little opposite of that. Um, And so that's really, really interesting. What would you say to maybe somebody listening uh, today, uh, another student in our student ministry, something like that, what would you just say to them when it comes to just encouraging them about the importance of patience and what they would really need to think about to be a patient person. Well, I know school is rough for some people right now. And uh, what I'd probably recommend is take a step back. Uh, You don't, that doesn't mean like drop everything and just quit, but just take a step back, focus on what needs to be done, but also take a step back and just go to God because that's literally all you have to do because he will give you that patience. He will give you the peace that you need to get through. Uh, I know final exams are coming up for Providence theses are yeah. coming up and I know stress with all that. And I know, you know, a lot about stress. So, yes. um, just in that, just, I know it sounds cliche, but let go and let God, yeah. let him yeah. work through you. Just yeah. let him give you that peace because his peace passes all understanding. Right. I have no idea how it works half the time. <laughs> um, I don't need to know how right. it works half the time. Right. But it's, I would just highly recommend just take a step back, take a breath and just keep going. Yeah, that's, that's really good. A lot of times, uh, Lee, my wife, Lee, always asks me like when I'm in one of those situations where I'm struggling in some different things with my stress or whatever. <laughs> She's like, you know, go for a walk, take a step back and then like make a to do list, like yeah. like process through what it is that's going through your mind, like write it out. And for me, that's kind of a big releasing thing of like letting letting go of it and letting God kind of work through those details. And so I love that thought of taking a step uh, back. So, uh, Caleb, in learning things and talking about what God's teaching us, it's also important to also 
not just have knowledge, but have action with that and application with that and being obedient to that. And so when you think of this next question, that's kind of where we want to go. Like as a generation, as a person, we're, we're hearing from God. We're uh, right now in the moment we're experiencing God. And then we should have this desire to be used by God. So help me with this question. When you think about your own life and your generation, how can God use you guys in our world right now? Probably the biggest thing, especially, and I know we hear it all the time, is we all go to school. Um, school is prob- is right now our biggest mission field. That's good. And uh, how we can rightly impact that is, I know, I mean, bullying goes on in schools, uh, just putting people down, doing all that. Well, if you go up to that person and you show them love, like I pray every morning, like God help me. Um, I work at Eagle Eye, so yeah. we have customers that come in. I'm like, help me to... Um, show them your love through that. Right. And because people don't always see that in especially the world today, because it's a, it's honestly a messed up place yeah. and it's only going to get worse from here. Right. Um, so just showing the love of God, because not many people sh- see love nowadays. So right. if we can just show that love, then they'll be like, what's different with them. And then that leads to a whole different conversation. And it's, it's a fun conversation. I can yeah. say that. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're thinking even in the moment, like right where God has you, where you go to school, uh, where you, where you live, starting at home, even where you work, those kind of things, allowing that place to be a place where you show the love of God and love people. So thinking on that term uh, of showing that love of God, what are some things that you've seen that um, are just practical ways to do that? How do you show, I know you mentioned talking to people and stuff like that, but talk a little bit more about that. How do you, whether you engage somebody at Eagle Eye or, mm-hmm. um, you know, through your basketball settings with um, different things with the Wildgrass Kings, what are ways that you can practically show that love to people to impact our world? Well, the easiest thing is actions because James says faith without works is dead. Right. So we can't show our faith unless we show that we work towards that faith and work towards um, giving glory to God. So we have to show that through our actions. And uh, a practical application for that would probably be like um, on the basketball court. Cause if I answer a question, it's mostly going to be about sports. Cause that's right. just how my mind works. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on the basketball court, um, I am not going to lie. I love to talk trash. It's fun. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's what I do. It's mind games. That's mostly what basketball is. Um, but not getting to the point where it's demeaning the person and just putting them down over and over and over and over again. Right. Like sometimes the best trash talk is you hit a shot, like good shot, like, right. yeah. because then you're in your head cause they're on the opposite team, but yeah. just not demeaning people all the time, That's good. showing, yeah. them, showing them love, That's showing good. them through your actions, not only through your words, but like, um, if I drive to the hoop and someone takes a charge, I'm frustrated because why'd you get in my way? But picking them up and like congratulate and be like, nice, good job. Even right. though you're upset at them because right. now I right. have five fouls and I'm out of the game. <laughs> like something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. but actions speak louder than words. Yeah. That's really good. You know, I think we, we live in such a sarcastic world that we take, um, joking a little too far. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, we talked about this in a recent, uh, recent series on friendship, just about how it's important for us to, to not go too far with things, yeah. you know, and I think sometimes even as guys and uh, girls handle, you know, deal with stuff like this too, we can, we can kind of poke some jabs to have some fun with each other, but then there comes a point where it's going too far yeah. and uh, just being mindful of that. And uh, I think that's a really good thing. You got to see the person, know the person 
Um, and that's a great, I love what you talked about, just being where you are to impact and, and your generation has the opportunity to do that right now and be a great uh, light. And so, our generation nowadays, um, I see and hear a lot of it, myself included sometimes is, um, oh, I'll do that when I'm older. I'll, I'll minister to other people when I'm older. Let me just live my life now. Right. And I love the title of the podcast right now, right now, right. because like that's, we have to live in the right now. We can't live in the future. Um, don't do tomorrow what can be done today it's because good. we are not promised tomorrow. It's so good. what I would encourage everybody who's listening to this is live in the now yeah. show God's love now. Don't wait till you're older because you don't know if you'll be older. You don't, you have no idea. Our next breath isn't um, promised to us. So just live in the now. Yeah, that's so good. You know, the the main verses for me that have stood out when I thought about this podcast is Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. that says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity. I think that sums up living in the now, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. So I love that that just encouragement and challenge right there for all of us uh, as we think about living in that moment. So let's wrap up today, uh, Caleb, with our last main question. Uh, What's a major current event of great interest to you right now? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I have not studied a lot on this, but it's probably the rebuilding of the third temple. Okay, Um, That's getting getting into eschatology and all the end time stuff. And that's a very confusing, but also very important subject. Yeah. Um, I was reading something this morning. It talked about how 20, 2014, I mean, we're six years ago. Right. Uh, they were our, they were talking about like, we need to rebuild this temple so that we can worship God, the Orthodox Jews. Yeah. Um, and they one third of Israel in 2014 was like, we need this done. And the number is growing um, to where it is. And that leads into the Antichrist and um, the abomination of desolation where he'll stand on the throne, the, right. the inside of the temple, the inner court of the temple right. and will per se defile God. Um, and just, it's a very confusing subject. I will admit that yeah, I don't yeah. know everything about it, yeah. which we won't know everything about it. Um, like I said earlier, we just have to live in the now, like yeah. this is coming. So yeah. we have to speak to people now. Um, we have to show God's love. Now we have to um, live out the great commission and we have to go, therefore and teach all nations that's um, good that's just i've only scratched the surface with this <laughs> i will promise i'll do more studying if anybody <laughs> listening wants to come talk to me about it has anything on it please do because i love to talk about this stuff well you know my brain and the lack of depth there caleb you're not supposed to laugh at that but sorry you know that and uh <clears throat> you know a lot of times when people come to me and ask these questions and i'll say i'll get back to you on that <laughs> this is one of those things for me too because I haven't studied a whole lot of it. I know our pastor is doing a tremendous job right now walking through the last days in our sermon series. And, uh, but uh, this is a very interesting topic. So let me just ask this for a second. What is it about this topic? Is what, What's so interesting for you? Why is it that this is something that is kind of a big deal to you? Well, I think the, the study of eschatology is just an interesting subject as it is. I think it started for our Sunday school class in eighth grade, I think. For some reason, that was brought up in Sunday school. And just from now on, it just amazed me. I was like, wait, this is going to happen. This is like, what is all this? I I don't know. And um, I think probably the most interesting, interesting thing about this is it's, it's biblical. Like it's, it's biblical prophecy coming to fruition. Like it's, it's coming real. And just to see that 
nowadays, especially in my generation. Like, I don't know, I could wake up tomorrow and globalization could have happened, a global economy. Like, I right. have no idea. Yeah, and yeah. it's just cool to know that our God is true. Like, yeah, that's he, good. He actually, like he said this two, 3,000 years ago. And in 2020, it's it's coming true. Yeah, that's so, so cool. it's it's cool to see that, um, like, a lot of people say, like, Christianity is uh, a religion of just, like, we don't know, like, we don't know what we're saying. Right. Um, and it comes into play that, I mean, this is biblical. It's, yeah. It says this. I mean, Daniel, right. Revelation, right. Jeremiah, like, all those books talk about the rebuilding of the third temple. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even... Even Donald Trump is involved in this somehow. Uh, and I don't know, but it's so it's just really cool to me. Yeah. So um, when you think of these things, uh, how do you handle this, Caleb? You talk, uh, there's there's one side of the equation that people can get fearful, worried, like what all's going on. And then obviously they're the opposite of that, that it's important to study this and know this, but also trust the Lord in his plan. So what's your thoughts on just how do you handle this? Like, because you're not going to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. There's some people uh, that feel like they need all the answers. How do you, how do you work through all that? Uh, I would probably say to that fear is a natural thing. Like we're all scared of something, um, whether it be, I mean, snakes, bridges, I'm scared of both of those things. I'll admit it. They're, bridges terrify me. Bridges. But, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's <laughs> Games makes fun of me all the time for it, but I just don't like them. But fear is a natural thing. So I can understand if like you're reading these things and you're like, oh no, like this is not good. Like the coronavirus, like all that going around. People are in panic over um, this pandemic, which rightfully I can understand why. I mean, people are getting sick. People are dying over it. But in the end, it's not really a thing to lose sleep over. Like this is not something that we have to stop everything that we're doing and just freak out over this. Right. We have to stay calm. We have to rely on God because I mean, at the end of all this, yay, the third temple is going to be rebuilt. The antichrist is going to defile God. He's going to slaughter almost everyone. Like all these things are going to happen. Right. But in the end, Christ is going to come through the clouds with his army and defeat the antichrist, defeat Satan, defeat all that. And we're going to go live forever and ever and ever with Christ. Yeah. Um, so just know that we can't control this, right? We can't control it. It's not going to be something that we can know everything about. We can't stop it. No matter how hard we try, it will not stop. So what we can do is control what we can control, which is how we live our lives, right. um, how we go about our lives, how we show Christ's love through that, how we preach the gospel, how we reach other people. That's good. You know, I took a, when we think of this eschatology thought, the study of the end times in um, seminary class, I took an Old Testament eschatology class. And our pastors even talked a little bit about this recently. One of the main things in some of that class is that the the people of the Old Testament would call it the the blessed hope of Jesus' second mm-hmm. returning. And I think to me, in the midst of all this, that's one of the ways that I have to look at it that the great hope that yeah. is in this. Yes, there's some things that we don't understand. Yes, there's some fearful thoughts. Yes, there's some trying to figure out like how is all this really going to happen and what is that going to be mean for me and my family? Um, but at the end of the day, it's still centered in all this is taking place because Jesus is coming back and the great hope that's in him. And so I uh, love how you point 
uh, to that. And so um, uh, very interesting topic there, Caleb. I think we could talk for days about that. Oh, and uh, I love how you uh, just put it out there. If there are people that want to talk about these things, these are things that we like to sit down and uh, my brain goes there as best as possible. Yeah, but, I, uh, I don't know everything about it, but I know people who know a lot more about it than I do. So <laughs> if you want to know those people, just hit me up. And that's, we'll, we'll get you contacted to them. That's exactly right. So, okay, we want to wrap up today by asking another just kind of just kind of informal question about the moment. But uh, when you think right now, um, if you could do anything, we talked about who you would want to spend time with. This is just do anything. Money's not an issue. Time frame is not an issue. But right now, if you could drop right now and do something, what would it be? Honestly, it would be travel. Um, I love to travel. I always have wanted to go to Normandy, France. I'm uh-huh. a huge history yeah. buff. Love it. Just that's it. And the the history behind yeah. Normandy Beach yeah. um, with D Day and just all that. Probably just travel Europe, hit all the important World War II sites. I think okay. that would be really cool. Well, we had another person on the podcast earlier and had a similar conversation with them about that. So traveling and going into those areas. And so interesting uh, that you say that as well. I'm a big, tra- I like to travel as well. Never been over there. Um, so that would be a big statement. I did kind of think you might say play basketball with a certain person, you know, like if you do anything, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I would go to play like Giannis one-on-one or do That's something like I, that, yeah. but just hopefully one day I'll get to do that. <laughs> I hear you. So, okay. Well, thanks again for today. Thanks for talking on our right now podcast. Thank you for your encouragement. I know you would say this to um, folks that are possibly listening that you're, you're available. You'd love to have conversations. You've shared your heart with me about younger guys and, and just pouring into them. And what I love about this conversation is for those that are listening, Caleb, uh, not saying Caleb's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm not, not perfect. Uh, but uh, just willing to, to walk through life together. And that's what discipleship's about, about living in the moment with each other, encouraging each other. And so, uh, again, Caleb, thanks for, for talking with us today and uh, excited uh, for the days ahead for what God's going to do in your life and thankful again for you. And uh, we're also thankful for you guys listening and checking out the Right Now podcast. We'd love for you to uh, give us a review. Let us know uh, what's going on in your life. Reach out to us in the days ahead. Share this podcast as well so others can experience it and know what God's doing in the moment right now in your life personally, but also our guest so that he can use you for his glory. Mm-hmm.